0: Terror by Radio's
1: Masters
2: of the Macabre. Story of the supernatural, the supernormal, dramatized
1: by fat the mystery mystery, the unknown. We tell you this frightfully, right, so if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these magnetic we urge you, our may see a turn off now.
3: Welcome back to the horror. Thanks for joining me this week. you hear from the Witch's Tale this time. A series that aired from 1931 to 1938 produced over 300 episodes for the Mutual Broadcasting System. Our story today was heard May 2nd, 1938. It's titled, The Devil's Number.
2: The Witch's Tale Devil's number. The fascination of the eerie. Weird, blood-chilling tales told by old Nancy, the witch of Salem, and Satan, her wise black cat. They're waiting, waiting for you. Now <laughs>
4: A hundred and three-year-old I be today. Yes, sir, a hundred and three-year-old. Well, Satan, me and you plan to spin these folks a pretty little yarn tonight. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, Satan. In this merry month of May, the 13th falls on a Friday. And everyone had better keep their fingers crossed, because Friday the 13th is two unlucky days rolled into one. <laughs> you said it, Satan. The only persons who ain't got nothing to fear on Friday the 13th is them whose birthday it is. Anything they do then will be tended by good fortune. And now in honor of this joyful time that's coming, we got a little tale to tell when you douse out all your lights. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Make it nice and dark and cheerful when you hears our bedtime stories. Now draw up to the fire and gaze into the embers. Gaze into them deep. And soon you'll see the dining room of a fine old house in England. And there, on the thirteenth evening of May, begins our yarn about the devil's number. <laughs> the devil's number!
2: <laughs> Can I have Peters serve you with another glass of port, Mrs. Oliver?
5: Oh, no, thank you. After this wonderful dinner. I shan't be able to eat or drink another thing until, well, at least until breakfast tomorrow. Oh,
2: come now, you must have coffee and liqueur, even though you Americans aren't usually very complimentary about our British coffee. After that accusation day, you'll have to accept. <laughs>
5: All right. A demi tasse and a little, very little creme de menthe.
2: I'll have brandy. And so will I. The uh, service in the East Room, Peters, so will be more comfortable in that. Yes. yes uh, permit me to lead the way, Mrs. Oliver.
5: And certainly. Oh, what a wonderful big place you have here, Mr. Rockwell. Harry, don't you wish that our home had so many rooms we'd have to designate them by points of the compass?
0: I'm not so sure that I do when I think of Mr. Rockwell's yearly cost for upkeep. that is a problem. Such a great one
2: that over half of this manor's 80 rooms are never opened or cared for. When my original ancestor built the place in 1512, uh, they had a very poor regard in those times for a 20th century descendant who'd have to bear its expense in depreciated currency. Well, here we are. I think perhaps if you take this chair, Mrs. Oliver, it's most comfortable. Mm,
5: thanks. This well, house was built in 1512, you say? My, that's over 400 years ago.
2: Yes, its lack of modern convenience is a test to that. Uh, cigarette, Mrs.
0: Oliver. Thanks. Now yeah, I'll smoke one of my cigars, if you don't mind, by Oh, of course, please. Uh,
2: you know... I'm offering you very poor hospitality in exchange for the jolly entertainment you afforded me at this time last year.
5: Poor hospitality? After that dinner? Oh,
2: anyone can feed his friends, but you fed me in such a delightfully original manner. Original? Don't you remember? Do you know, by a coincidence, today's day and date are precisely similar, except for the month. By Jove, the first day you spent with us was Friday the 13th. Why, oh, yeah. you
5: were at my anti-superstition party.
2: Yes, with 13 at table. And you compelled everyone to break a mirror. <laughs> and to spill salt. Yes, and to enter the dining room, we had to walk under a <laughs>
5: Of course, you were at that mad affair. Yes,
2: and I shall never forget it. I've gone about knocking on wood ever since, in order to avert all the bad luck you forced me to invite that evening. <laughs> well, I'm only joking about being superstitious, of course. Although, really, it's bread in my British bones. Coffee oh. and liqueurs. sir. Oh, yes, yes, sir. Uh, May I help you, Mrs. Oliver? Thank you. Uh, Mr. Oliver? Thanks, Peters. Will there be something else now, Mr. Rockwell? Uh, no, not for the present, Peters. I'll ring if I want you. Yes, sir. Say, this brandy is
0: wonderful, Bert. Hmm, it is rather really good, isn't it? Corking. So you know it's a darn funny thing that we should visit your place for the first time on Friday the 13th as you first visited us? The coincidence never occurred to me until you just mentioned it. Well, I thought of it when I drove you down from London. If we hadn't been detained in Liverpool, we'd, we'd have begun our visit yesterday as we'd planned.
5: Oh, perhaps the hoodoos I made you attempt last year arranged the coincidence. Maybe they're going to pay us off for our
0: mockery. <laughs> if that's the case, they'll have to work fast. It's nearly nine o'clock and the day will soon be over. Oh, I
2: scarcely think the hoodoos will harm us after this long time. But perhaps we should light a bonfire to keep them at a distance.
5: Light a bonfire?
2: yes. Evil spirits are afraid of fire. If you look out of that window, you will see several fires which my tenants have lighted for their protection.
5: Your tenant? You mean modern English farmers believe seriously in the ill fortune of this day?
2: Whether they believe seriously or not, they take no chances. Do you know the basis for its ill fame?
5: Why? Because Friday was the day of the crucifixion.
2: Yes, when evil triumphed over good, the devil over God. Hmm... Thirteen, you know, is the devil's number, because he was the chief of each coven of witches and wizards, which always numbered twelve, in in addition, of course, to himself.
5: Oh, I never heard that before.
2: You've been holding out on us, Bert. We never dreamed you were an authority on folklore. No, I'm not. I'm not really. I'm just the merest dabbler. But it is rather an interesting subject, don't you think? Most interesting, particularly for today. Would you like to see a concrete example of the Thirteen Superstition? A concrete example? yes. Oh, but first of all, you've got to assure me that you're not at all squeamish. Mm, not I. All right, you come this way. Uh, Peters. Uh, Peters. Yes, sir? Uh, fetch me a lamp or a lantern, will yes, you? yes, sir. Now, I'm taking you to the unused portion of the house where there's no electricity, so we have to carry our own illumination. Uh, you're sure you won't mind looking at human bones, Mrs. Oliver? Human bones? Oh, very old ones, you know. They've been in the house for nearly three centuries. You keep bones in the house? Well, you see, they belong to an ancestor of mine. He was such a wicked old chap, the church simply wouldn't permit his remains to be buried in consecrated ground. So we had to find a resting place for them somewhere. And anyhow, he wanted them to be here. Here is a lantern, sir. All right, thank you, Peter. You're you going to the, the old part, sir? That's where we're headed. Not, not toward the north tower, sir? Yes, we're going to the crypt of Old Ellicott. Oh, please don't go there tonight, sir. Not on this night, Mr. Rockwell. Well, if the old wizard starts any trouble, Peters, we'll shout and let you know. But, Mr. Rockwell... All right, all right, that'll do uh, Come along, you two, who wish to learn about superstition. Mr. Rockwell, wait. What? Wait. Take this, sir. Oh, must I carry that prodigious weapon with me? You've promised me you always will when you go in there, sir. Oh, please. All right, <laughs> give it to me. I'll take it. Now, open the door. Uh, yes, sir. Mrs. Oliver, Harry, will you follow me now? now? Give me a hand, dear. It's pretty dark in here. Yes. I leave
0: the door open, sir, and stand here waiting if you need me. All right, Peters. Your butler doesn't approve of this expedition, apparently. Oh,
2: he doesn't like the North Tower. He doesn't like old Eric either.
5: Why does he insist on you carrying that huge revolver? Oh, he
2: always does when I visit the old party. He has it loaded with dum-dum bullets, you know. Dum-dum? Yes, they're ordinary lead or steel-jacketed bullets. Crisscrossed crossed with a knife across the nose to make him spread on impact. We accused the Germans of using them during the war. They accused us. As a matter of fact, soldiers of all armies dum dumbed their ammunition. Someday I shall tell Peters that only silver bullets are of any use against ghosts. Ghosts? Or disciples of witchcraft. What on earth are you taking us to see? Merely some old bones. You just watch your steps here, only the floors aren't terribly sound under about here, and there's a lot of rubbish to follow. You're working up some sort of practical joke for leading us into this darkness. Oh, no, 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 I'm not ready. Although I, I do owe your wife some retaliation for having made me walk under ladders and break mirrors.
0: <laughs> Will just turn to the left here?
5: Oh, I've never been in such a spooky place.
0: No, nor I. These old halls beat any haunted castle I've ever read about in books.
5: The shadows cast upon... Those walls by Mr. Rockwell's bobbing lantern are giving me the shivers.
0: Yes, me too. You're getting your revenge for Judith's superstition party, Bert. (laughs) Harry, look there. Good Lord.
2: (laughs) Don't be alarmed. Merely an old rusty suit of armor.
5: (laughs) Oh, I I see that now.
0: (laughs) So do I, but for a moment I was sure it was a man. Hey, Bert, tell us about this ancestor of yours whose bones we're going to
2: see. Just wait until we reach his resting place. The tale will be more effective then. Well, here we are. His remains are enclosed in that iron chest.
5: In the niche, in that wall?
2: Yes, I'll open his tiny coffin. Oh. Now, here you see all that is still earthly of Eric Rockwell, my many times great-grandfather who was burnt at the stake by order of King James I for witchcraft.
5: Burnt at the stake?
2: For witchcraft? Yes. Members of the family bribed the official executioners and were allowed to reclaim these bones from the ashes. They sifted so diligently that only the bones of a single foot escaped their pious search. Otherwise, the skeleton of the old scoundrel lies intact within this iron box. Why in the world do you keep them here? Well, I've already explained that the church refused to allocate hallowed ground for his remains. And that Eric's bones were not consumed together with his flesh was considered extremely unfortunate at the time, But it was commonly believed that they'd enable him to live again. People believe such rot as that. They still believe it. You heard Peter's objections when we started for this place? You saw him force this gun on me? (laughs) an Altogether useless weapon if Eric should decide to rise.
5: If he should rise? No, wait till
2: you hear all this story. The old gentleman whose skull and assorted bones lie before us in these pretty shadows had great supernatural power. According to incontestable records, he was born in the year 1514 and he was executed in 1623.
5: When he was over a hundred years old. Oh.
2: When he was 109 years old. But when he was led to the stake, he didn't look a day over 40. Bert, are you making all this up? No, I'm not. Not a word of it. You hear the rest of it. It's history. At his trial, it was proven that he'd murdered no less than eight young girls.
5: He'd murdered?
2: Yes, for their blood, which he used as ingredients for a sort of rejuvenating elixir, which enabled him to defy old age. Oh, that's crazy. Yes, I know it's crazy, but according to the records, it worked. Oh, but how? Well, that the judges didn't learn. They did learn how he lured young women to this house so that they might later become his victims, however. You know, it seems that he in some way managed to secure 13 drops of their blood, after which they became his slaves and just did whatever he wished.
5: 13 drops of blood?
2: Yes, the devil's number. The number which makes people fear this day, even in a so-called enlightened age. After Eric had secured that small amount of blood, the girl became his slave. He took her to his laboratory, which still exists as he left it on the floor above us. As a matter of fact, the old villain was probably merely a first-class hypnotist with a wide sadistic streak. And he makes a good story for Friday the 13th, doesn't he?
5: Yes. But why do you keep his awful bones in your home?
2: Well, the old boy is said to have remarked before his death that if his bones weren't collected and kept in Rockwell Manor, and that if his laboratory and implements weren't preserved intact, that the house would be destroyed. The foolish believe he had a purpose in that command, some idea of resurrecting himself from the dead. Mad story,
0: isn't it? Now, say so it is. Close that ghastly chest and let's go back where it's light. Yes, I'm all for that. I brought
2: you here for a ghostly Israel, and I'm jolly well giving myself the shivers.
5: Oh, don't <laughs> close the chest yet. Hold that lantern so I can look.
0: Dear, I never knew before that you possessed a morbid streak.
5: Oh, I didn't either. Those bones, that grinning skull... They fascinate me.
2: Uh, You're bearing out the legend, Mrs. Oliver. Old Eric was noted for fascinating women. But I'll close the chest now, if you don't mind. We'll go back. Yes, dear, I'm ready for another glass of Bert's brandy. Oh, wait,
5: wait, please. Let me close the chest. If you wish. Oh!
0: Dear, what's wrong?
5: I cut my finger on that rusty iron.
0: Oh, hold that lantern here, Bert. Hmm. Oh, uh, your finger's bleeding, I see. Yes, I'll, I'll bind it with my handkerchief. Oh, don't
5: bother. It's just a scratch.
2: Good Lord. Bert. What's the matter? The blood has fallen on that skull. Well, why should that make? All right. Just count those drops, Harry, will you? I make thirteen. The devil's number. Thirteen drops of blood on the wizard's skull.
5: Harry, if we hadn't known Mr. Rockwell for so long as the steadiest sort of person, I think he's a little mad.
0: Quiet, dear. His room's right next to ours. He he might hear you. He certainly became upset about that blood, didn't he?
5: His face was whiter than a sheet when we came out of that darkness into the
0: lighted hall. Yes, and so was his butler's when he'd heard what had happened. It was strange, though, that you should cut your finger and that just 13 drops of blood should fall upon those bones after, after what Bert had told us. Yes.
5: There were just 13 drops.
0: Exactly. I counted them. They all fell on top of the skull, and it absorbed them like blotting paper.
5: Coincidence, wasn't it?
0: Yes. If there was any superstition in my makeup, I'd certainly have been more shaky about it than Bert.
5: Why? (laughs) Would you think my lifeblood could restore the old wizard to life?
0: Oh, that's ridiculous. Say, why did you want to close that chest, Judith?
5: I don't know. Oh, just a mood, I guess. Do you suppose there ever was such a thing as witchcraft, Harry? Mr. Rockwell said records prove that Eric retained his youth.
0: People of that time liked to believe in the marvelous. They were capable of altering records to substantiate their beliefs. I'm tired. Let's go to bed, oh, dear. All right.
5: I'd better remove the handkerchief you bound around my finger and wash it before I take off my dress. don't want any bloodstains on this new gown.
0: I'll put some iodine on the cutter. I imagine there's some in the bathroom. Harry! Hmm? Well,
5: this is funny. What's that? There's no blood on either my finger or the handkerchief. No? Not the slightest stain. And yet the cut was bleeding profusely when you bound it. Let me see. Look.
0: Hmm. That is funny.
5: The wound seems to have closed after... after those 13 drops.
0: Evidently.
5: What another coincidence, isn't it?
0: Well, uh, the cut is a tiny one. It's not remarkable that so little blood flowed from it.
5: Harry, there's still another coincidence that I haven't mentioned to you.
0: Well, what do you mean?
5: When, when I reached out to close the lid of that chest, it, it fell upon my hand before I even touched it.
0: Before you touched it?
5: Yes, it it seemed to leap at me.
0: Oh, now, look here, Judith. You're not letting Rockwell's story of that old saddest affect your good sense. You're not beginning to believe that there's anything supernatural behind this trifling accident. Oh, no.
5: No, of course not. Well, I'll take off my dress and we'll go to bed.
0: Yes, we'd better. Bert's servants will be calling us for breakfast at seven.
5: Look out this window. The farmers are still keeping their bonfires. To drive evil things away.
0: Yes, the idiots.
5: For hundreds of years, they've believed the powers of hell are strong on this day of the devil's number.
0: For hundreds of years, people believed that the world was flat.
5: Now we only believe it's round. We can't really prove it.
0: Dear, what's the matter with
5: you? Oh, this huge, spooky old house, I guess. And this old country. Oh, I'm being silly. Unhook my dress.
0: I should say you are being silly. Here, hold still. What's that? What?
5: Outside in the hall. Listen.
0: Sounds like footsteps. The footsteps of a lame man. Yes. Oh, it
5: stopped outside our door.
0: I wonder who. Hey, I haven't seen any lame servants about the place.
5: Now the steps passing on.
0: Why should they have stopped here? I'm going to see. No. No, don't open that door. Judith, let me go. Don't open that door. What's the matter with you?
5: Those steps came from down the hall. From the tower where we saw that chest of bones. A chest of bones from which one foot is missing.
0: Judith, you're not foolish enough to think.
2: Hurry, hurry, Oliver, let me in. Bert, open your door. I've got to talk to you. All right, all
0: right. You... What's wrong? You hear footsteps in this hall? Yes.
5: They stopped outside this door and then they went on.
0: I didn't imagine it, then I didn't. What's wrong with you, Bert? Wasn't it one of your servants out there? That thing with a single foot? Does it sound to you like anything human? No, no, it didn't. Have you both gone crazy? Well, I think I have.
2: Ever since your wife's blood fell in those ghastly bones, I've been like a timid child in the dark. And since those footsteps came and went, I'm frankly terrified, Bert. Don't call me a fool, a coward, a madman. I
0: can't help it. I've got to see what was walking in this hall. Bert, come back here.
5: He's running towards that tower. Oh, the
0: man's out of his mind. Oh, you've
5: got to stop him. That's where those footsteps came from. Oh, well,
0: the footsteps won't hurt him, but he's liable to fall through a hole in those rotten floors without a light. And yeah, I'll get him. Oh, Harry, don't leave me. Oh, nothing's going to hurt you, darling. Stop thinking of impossible ghosts and call the servants. Tell them to bring lanterns. I'll never be able to find Bert in this infernal blackness, Bert.
5: Yes, yes, I'll call. I'll call. Oh, Peters! Peters, come here quickly! Oh!
1: Peters has gone to bed, my dear. Oh, don't scream! Mm -hmm. Only gaze into my eyes and obey whate'er I tell thee. You,
5: you have no eyes. I see only a grinning skull. An awful skeleton. That
1: you will see what my will demands. You will see the man I was in life.
5: Yes, you... You are a man. I see that now. A man who wears strange ancient clothes... A man who's lost a (laughs) foot.
1: And thou shalt act as my will demands. Thou shalt help me to become indeed the living man ye see.
5: No, oh no. Yea,
1: for the devil my master hath given thee to me. Come, I lead, ye follow.
4: Yes, I follow. Follow
1: me and learn my master's power... Follow me and learn the magic of 13 drops of blood.
0: Those bones are missing from their chest, Harry. They're gone. They're gone. One of the servants has removed them, I tell you. Someone is playing a practical joke. No servant here would touch
2: the wizard's bones. You saw how Peters acted when we only meant to look at them. Those bones are gone because the legend is true. Because your wife's blood has
0: brought that monster back to life. Stop that you'll make me as crazy as you. Leave me out of this darkness. I've got to see Judith. I've got to know that she's all right. Wait. Did you hear that? What? I heard a door close back in the old North Tower. I I thought I did too. That's where Eric had his
2: laboratory. Where he worked his filthy magic.
0: All our ears have deceived us. But if we did hear a door, I'll not believe a dead hand closed it. Come on. I want to see Judith. What a fool I was to leave her. Oh,
2: she'll be all right. Oh, don't pay any heed to my imbecile, hysterical man. I've been brought up on the legend of Eric. My imagination's run away
0: with me tonight. Here's the passage that leads to the lighted hall. You, you can see your door from here. Yes, it's standing open as I left it. Judith probably is. The servant's with her by now. Judith! Judy, dear! I found Burton, brought him back. Judith! Why don't you answer me? Mrs. Oliver, where are you? Judith! Judy! She's not here. The room is empty. Oh, she, she, she's gone downstairs, perhaps.
2: Oh, Lord. What are
0: you staring at, Bert? What?
2: Look, impressed in this carpet. It, it's... it's the footprint of a skeleton of a
0: single bony foot. That door we heard close. You yes. quick to the tower man!
1: The tower... We have little time to waste, my dear. Soon thy husband and the present master of this house will note thy absence and seek thee in this laboratory. But there is time enough (laughs) for that which thou wilt do.
5: What must I do?
1: First thou must prepare an altar to my master. (laughs) For fear of my curse, they have left this chamber quite unchanged. In the scrollwork of yonder wall, thou wilt feel a carven serpent press its head.
5: I press. And
1: <laughs> a panel opens. Put thy hand inside and draw forth two black candles. Black <laughs> for the worship of my master. Place them here and here upon this wooden table.
5: Fair place.
1: Now, from the secret cupboard, take a tinder box and light them. My hands, O oh Satan, are still useless for thy work. They are the hands of the dead, and have no strength or power. But thou hast restored my will, and hast given me this woman for my hands. Soon by her death, <laughs> Thou shalt give me back my life. The candles are lighted. Bring forth yon earthen basin now, and the flask that lies beside it. Unstop the flask, and pour its content in the bowl. It is the holy oil of hell. <laughs> the
5: oil is poured.
1: Place it here between the candles. Now from the cupboard, take yon keen-edged knife, and with it in thy hand, recline upon the altar thou hast made. Lie upon this table? Yea, thou art to be the sacrifice. Juliet! <laughs> <laughs> Juliet, this is all them. Thy husband comes, but he will be too late. That door is strong. Hurry, the
0: door's locked. Are you inside there? Judith,
1: Judith, answer, answer me! Answer not! Lie thee on the altar now, my dear. I do as
0: you command. But I heard a voice. She's in there. <laughs> Judith! At <laughs> last, the dead is in there. The
1: <laughs> dead shall soon be alive. Warm blood shall clothe his bones with flesh again. No! He means hot blood together <laughs> and wake <laughs> on this door. God help! <laughs> Raise thy knife, woman, and strike it to thy heart. No! No,
0: Judith! Harry!
1: Heed not his voice. Obey my order. No,
0: Judith,
1: listen to me. The man who loves you. No! Love? Strike that knife into your heart, I say. No, no! Lord, give me Harry. The wood's old and rotten. Come on once again. Wake, woman! Use the knife that I may have thy blood. Don't, Judith! Don't!
0: Harry! Strike! Oh, God,
1: not. Lord! Strike! Strike! In hell, my master, on this thy evil day shall I be cheated of my prize, and thou denied my living service. <laughs> Satan, lend power to my long-dead will. By the thirteen drops of blood thou didst give me from this woman, make her give me now all that flows within her veins.
0: No. Oh, I call on
1: hell! Strike, woman, strike! I, I obey. Judith, strike quick! I strike. Stop her! I've got woman, her! Woman, turn thy blade on them who stay thee. Me. She's fighting me, Bert, trying to stab me. Help! God hold her, she's all the
2: strength of
0: hell! Help. Nay,
1: for hell hath come to aid me. My master heard my prayer. She's
0: cut me, Bert. The life has ripped my arm. <laughs>
1: ah, now I have thy blood. Thou too wilt be in my power. Don't at those bony hands, touch that arm. You'll be under his spell as she is. I can't stop him. My blood, thy blood, too, just thirteen drops.
0: His hands are clawing at me, and Judith. I've got a knife at last.
1: Now look out.
0: I've knocked the lighted candle in this oil. The oil is spreading flames all around the room. The fire is the only way to stop this monster, the one way to destroy Not him. Not
1: if he escapes. He
0: circled the flames. He's out the door. And Judith followed him. Judith, Judith. Stop him, Bert! Stop him! There's no way except the fire. He's cheated. You have a gun, Bert. The one Peters gave you. Shoot! Leaden
2: bullets won't destroy a thing of hell. We have nothing else.
0: He's going away with Judas. Try! I'll try, but there's no hope. He's dropped, Bert. Fallen. In a scattered heap of bones.
5: Harry! Harry! And Judas
0: calling. Coming back to me. The devil's spell is lifted from her. Oh, Harry. oh my Harry darling, Harry. my dear. Leaden bullets couldn't destroy a thing of hell. They couldn't. They couldn't. But. You said the dum dum bullets in that pistol were made by cutting a cross upon the nose. A cross?
2: Yes, a cross. The sign of heaven. We must get out of here and rouse the servants. Those flames can't be stopped now. And soon this house will fall, as old Eric prophesied. Yes. I'm not sorry. And no one will save his bones from
0: the ashes this time. Come, Judith, my darling. Wait. Listen. The clock is striking. Midnight.
5: Oh, the devil's day is over.
4: And Satan. All you folks have a pleasant time on Friday the (laughs) thirteenth.
3: That's The Horror for this week. There's more from The Witch's Tale and more from the horror at relicradio.com. All the podcasts are there and our shoutcast stream with even more old-time radio. Lots to listen to there, all for free. Thanks to your support. If you'd like to help out, visit donate.relicradio.com or click on one of the links on the website. Your support makes it all happen. Thanks to those who have helped out. Thanks for joining me this Saturday. I'll be back tomorrow with Strange Tales and next Saturday with another episode of The Horror.